0: Good morning, Alex and friends. I'm Connie. Today is Monday, September 25th, 2023, and you're listening to Alex's News. Starting off with the weather in Riverside today, a toasty high of 86.4 degrees and a cool low settling at 63.8. Now onto the main headlines of the day. First off, American perception of climate change is seeing a shift, with an increasing belief tying it to extreme weather events will delve into that poll. Next, a sigh of relief from Hollywood as the Writers Guild of America and major studios have finally reached a tentatively agreement, closing the historic screenwriters' strike. Overseas, Vietnam is poised to shake up the global market by challenging China's dominance in rare earths production through the recommissioning of the Dong Pao mine. And finally, celebrate with us as we highlight the astounding achievement of Ethiopian runner Tixt Assefa, who smashed the women's marathon world record at the recent BMW Berlin Marathon. Stay tuned as we unpack these stories and more, right here on Alex's News, We're turning our focus this morning to an issue of increasing concern for many Americans, the impact of climate change and the role it's playing in the frequency and intensity of extreme weather events. To enlighten us about this issue, we have our reporter Elias. Elias, can you walk us through what's been happening?
1: Absolutely, Connie. A recent AP-NORC poll indicates that more and more Americans believe that climate change is responsible for extreme weather events, We're talking about incidents such as droughts, extreme heat, severe storms, wildfires, or flooding. About 87% of respondents said they've experienced at least one such event in the past five years. Now, what's intriguing is that around three-quarters of these individuals believe that climate change is at least partly to blame for these events.
0: That is intriguing. Has there been a surge in this belief recently?
1: Yes, Connie. In fact, 64% of US adults now believe that recent extreme weather has at least in part been triggered by climate change, which is up from 54% in April. This increase in belief appears to be influenced by the record-breaking heat and wildfires experienced this summer. The poll also shows that 74% of Americans have been affected by extremely hot weather or heat waves in the past five years which is a significant jump from 55% in April.
0: Interesting. But Elias, are there any noticeable differences in belief when it comes to party lines?
1: Definitely, Connie. The poll indeed highlights disparities between Democrats and Republicans, with 93% of Democrats attributing extreme weather to climate change compared to just half of Republicans.
0: Interesting data there, Elias. Now moving from the U.S. to a global scenario, what's the situation worldwide?
1: The Guardian reports on various extreme weather events happening globally. South Africa, for instance, is experiencing storms and unusually low temperatures, while Australia faces an increased risk of wildfires due to unusual spring heatwaves. The paper highlights differing impacts across the globe, including a striking photo essay showing devastating floods' aftermath in Libya and locals' efforts to rebuild their lives.
0: And about specific regions impacted by such events. Could you enlighten us about those, Elias?
1: Sure, Connie. Eastern Libya, for example, has been struggling since floods hit the city of Derna, causing evacuations and protests, and the World Health Organization is emphasizing the need for climate action to respond to extreme weather events, which they say are driving a global health crisis.
0: Now bringing it back locally to Maine, how is climate change impacting us here?
1: Well, according to the Maine CDC's Division of Environmental and Community Health, the growing climate is expected to prompt more frequent and extreme weather events. This means longer pollen seasons and the spread of vector-borne diseases, They're actually working to identify and prevent health impacts from extreme heat and extreme cold events, pollen and vector-borne diseases like Lyme disease.
0: It sounds like public awareness and attitudes towards climate change are shifting quite prominently, doesn't it, Elias?
1: Absolutely, Connie. From the evidence gathered from various sources, it's quite clear that there's growing recognition among Americans that climate change is contributing to extreme weather events. This heightened awareness and concern are reflected in both the poll numbers and the increased efforts to mitigate public health impacts.
0: Elias, thank you for this insightful report on an issue of global and local importance.
1: My pleasure, Connie.
0: We report now on a significant update from Hollywood, where a five-month screenwriter's strike may soon be over. The Writers Guild of America, WGA, representing striking writers across the industry, and the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, who represent studios, streaming services, and production companies,
2: have reached a tentative agreement. Can you tell us more about this important development? Certainly, Connie. As verified by multiple news sources, CBC News, ABC News, and the New York Times included, this deal marks a significant turning point after nearly five months of stalemate. However, the three-year contract agreement they have managed to negotiate is still awaiting approval from the Writers Guild's board and its members. The deadline is significant because, were the agreement not reached, we would be looking at the longest strike in the Guild's history. It's
0: encouraging to hear that progress is being made. Do we know yet about the specific terms of the deal?
2: The detailed conditions haven't been made public yet, Connie. But the WGA has shared that the deal is characterized as exceptional, with meaningful gains and protections for writers. As reported by Variety, the negotiations touched upon important aspects such as minimum wages, working conditions, and even novel topics like the use of generative AI in content production.
0: Undoubtedly a relief for the entertainment industry. And what about the wider impact of the strike?
2: The strike since May 2nd had a profound ripple effect, Connie. Film productions, scripted TV shows, and late-night talk shows have all been impacted. High-profile series like Stranger Things and The Last of Us weren't spared either. As for crew members left without work due to the strike, their future is still uncertain since talks between their representation, the Screen Actors Guild American Federation of Television, and Radio Artists, sag-aftra and the studios haven't restarted
0: yes that brings me to my next point while the writers strike seems to be heading toward a resolution negotiations between sag-aftra and amptp are still ongoing what's the update on that front grace
2: currently connie there's no definitive conclusion yet The actors' strike has caused disruptions paralleling the writers' strike. It is crucial to note here that the Directors Guild of America has extended their congratulations to the WGA for their tentative agreement, urging the AMPTP to also address SAG-AFTRA needs in ongoing negotiations.
0: This agreement, if ratified, would surely set a precedent for future discussions in the industry. What do you suppose are the
2: implications here, Grace? You've hit on a key point, Connie. Given that this agreement promises improved compensation, working conditions, and more protections for writers, it might indeed set the tone for future negotiations. As talks with SAG-AFTRA continue, we will keep a close eye on the potential impact of these strikes on the future of the entertainment industry. With the context of two significant strikes, the implications are
0: undoubtedly far-reaching. Thank you, Grace, for shedding light on this pressing matter in the entertainment world. Moving on to our third story of the day, Vietnam is making a serious play in the world of rare-earth mining. Plans have been revealed to restart operations at their largest rare-earths mine, Dong Pao. This move, set to directly challenge China's dominance in rare earths, aims to build up a supply chain and develop refining capabilities for ores essential in advanced technologies such as smartphones and electric vehicles. Elias, our in-house expert on such matters, has been following the developing story. Elias, could you give us some more background on this?
1: Absolutely, Connie. Dong Pao is among the world's largest rare earth mines, and there seems to be heavy interest in the restart from foreign companies. These include Australia's Blackstone Minerals, and South Korea's SeaTopia. It's important to note that despite having the second-largest rare earth deposits, globally, Vietnam hasn't fully capitalized on this because of low prices set by China, who controls the global market.
0: That's interesting, Elias. What does this mean for Vietnam's independence from China in terms of rare earths?
1: Excellent question, Connie. Restarting Dong Pao would make Vietnam a significant rare earths producer, which would help it reduce its reliance on China, a concern shared by many nations worldwide. China's control of strategic minerals often raises supply disruption fears, In this context, the U.S. has agreed to help Vietnam map its rare earths resources, attract quality investment, and boost its capacity to appeal to investors. How have firms reacted to this development? Australia's Blackstone Minerals plans to invest around $100 million in the Dong Pao project. They are currently in talks with potential clients, including Vinfast and Rivian, for contracts with set prices, These contracts would help guarantee a secure and reliable supply chain for these firms, which is seen as all-important in today's uncertain international markets.
0: That's quite the investment. Does Vietnam have a larger plan in mind?
1: Definitely, Connie. Vietnam has ambitions to develop a rare Earth's hub to attract investors and increase their share in the market, They're actually aiming to produce up to 60,000 tons of rare earth oxide equivalent per year by 2030. This amount would account for a significant part of China's projected output.
0: So this is part of a broader global trend of de-risking and diversifying the supply chains away from China?
1: You've hit the nail on the head, Connie. This move by Vietnam certainly mirrors global efforts to reduce reliance on China, Amidst concerns over supply disruptions and rising geopolitical tensions, in essence, their substantial rare earth deposits present Vietnam with an opportunity to diversify the global supply chain and become a dependable player in the rare earths market.
0: How achievable do you think Vietnam's goals are?
1: With foreign investment and assistance from the United States, it's likely that Vietnam can tap into its significant rare earth reserves and develop its refining capabilities. If successful, these steps would establish Vietnam as a major producer of rare earths.
0: Thank you, Elias, for your expert insight into this developing situation in Vietnam and the larger implications for the global market. It will be interesting to see how it affects the dominance China currently holds over the sector. Moving on to our fourth and final story of today's segment, we're heading over to Germany for a historic moment in the world of athletics. Ethiopian marathon runner Tig Stasefa has made history at the prestigious BMW Berlin Marathon. To tell us more, our sports expert Grace is with us. Now Grace, bring us up to speed with this new development.
2: Thanks, Connie. Tigist Assefa has indeed made history and caused quite the stir. With a time of 2 hours, 11 minutes, and 53 seconds, she smashed the world record for the Women's Marathon, surpassing the previous record, set by Brigid Kosuke in 2019, by a significant margin of over 2 minutes. Asifa herself expressed surprise at her performance, attributing her success to hard work and dedication. Certainly an inspiring story.
0: Absolutely, Grace. Assefa's achievement is truly exciting, to say the least. Can you tell us more about her journey and the significance of this accomplishment? Without
2: a doubt, Assefa wasn't always a roadrunner. She initially specialized in shorter track events, but found great success in road running over the past few years. And we can't overlook the race setting. The Berlin Marathon is renowned for its flat terrain and cooler temperatures, an ideal environment for record-breaking runs. In fact, Asifa claimed victory at the same marathon last year. Yes,
0: I was just about to mention that. Not only did she break a record, but this was also her second consecutive win at Berlin's Marathon. What might this mean for her future career?
2: Well, Connie, these consecutive wins truly solidify Asifa's talent and could potentially pave the way for more records to be broken. It's inspiring to other athletes and sets a new standard in women's marathon running.
0: Absolutely fascinating. But the women's race wasn't the only highlight of the event, was it?
2: That's correct, Connie. The men's race was also a focal point with Eliud Kipchoge, the men's world record holder, claiming victory in Berlin for the fifth time. Although his finishing time didn't surpass his own record, it was still an outstanding performance. No
0: question about that, Grace. From various sources including NPR, ABC News, The Washington Post, Reuters, AP, and the Olympic Channel, This year's Berlin Marathon has been hailed as one of the fastest races over the classic marathon distance. It's been an exceptional showcase of talent and endurance on an international stage.
2: It indeed has, Connie. Organized by SCC events, the BMW Berlin Marathon continues to be an essential platform for exceptional athletic performances, garnering attention worldwide and inspiring upcoming athletes.
0: Well, there's certainly been plenty to talk about. Thank you for those insightful details, Grace.
2: Of course, Connie. Always a pleasure.
0: That's all we have for now. Today's episode was made
2: by Alexander King
0: with GPT-4, GPT-3.5 Turbo, the 11 Labs Text-to-Speech API, and the Google Cloud Text-to-Speech API. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, Alex.